We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work. Luckily for you, oh, Wade Smith, who was in for Clint Sterner, who's out today, show and T-Mill have the latest. And the latest is we are live on a Miller Lite football Friday at Moe's here in Katy. So make your way out to Moe's Place. Moe's Place out here in Katy having a good time. Uh, we got people out here. I see people with 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 beers all around this place, man. It's a it's a good time. The guy up, is baby. Let's go. That's right, baby. Uh I see my man wait over here on some chicken strips. I got some pizza. It's a good time out here. Good food. Good yeah, I had drinks. the tacos earlier. They were good. They were, I had they the were chicken something. tacos. The and now, else. now I got some chicken strips there and fries go, going. It's a beautiful thing. That's right. It's a great time. Come out out to Moe's place. Show some love, baby. That's right. It's a great time to be had. We'll be out until 6 o'clock at least. Um, all right. We'll get, we're getting you ready here on the Middle Light Football Friday for Jacksonville as they come into town to play your Texans. And the Texans, this is their last home game of the season. And here's the injury things, Clint. Or Clint. God, this is the first time I've done it all. I mean, all week. What's that? Oh, you called me Clint? I didn't just called him Clint. Did you hear that, Tyler? Fresh, fresh. Yeah, that's all right. All right. Um, no, I think a big designation first, and I'll go through some of the guys that are on the injury report, is there's no Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, who missed yesterday's practice, they said non-injury related. We saw it. Like It, it appeared he, he re-injured something with the calf on the game-winning touchdown against the Titans. Mm-hmm. But – no injury. He's not on the report at all. So that looks like he's in line to go on Sunday. And with Nico Collins being out, that, that's that's a big deal for Davis Mills, Jeff Driscoll, who's ever going to be out there throwing the ball to him. It gives him the best chance to win. Yeah, I tell you what, man. Um, you, you look at what Brandon Cooks brings to this team if he's healthy and playing at the level that he can play at. What that what happening there is that, you know what, the Texans – play better and it gives yeah. Davis Mills another option it gives an option to, to, to get the ball down the field you saw the touchdown that he scored last week that ended up being the deciding touchdown against the Tennessee Titans um, Brandon Cooks in the ball game makes the team better and so him being healthy and him being able to recover from what we saw was a, a little bit of a, a, a calf tweak that he had in the game that's a good thing for the Texans and for my expectations for them to beat Jacksonville all right also on the injury report Tegan Quatoriano the rookie uh, he he's actually been Pretty important for them, somebody they like as an inline tight end that can block in the run game, and he's been big in the uh, in the red zone for them as well, catching multiple touchdown passes. He is going to be out of this game. He is out of this game uh, as well as uh, 
That's Jimmy Morrissey. He is out of this game with a concussion as well. Uh, but Kenyon Green is set to go. He was a full participant in practice to wait today, as well as Titus Howard with his concussion. He is out of concussion protocol, and he was a full as well. So the offensive line will be in uh, be intact. Uh, yeah, be intact for the first time in at least in several weeks. So Kenyon Green in there, Titus Howard on the right side. You know, th- th- this this could this uh this is the best circumstance for them going to this game with their offense and defensive line. Yeah, when when you look at it, Kenyon Green has been banged up and has struggled over the past, you know, month or so. And so him being healthy enough and, and healthy to come out there and play practicing full goal today, ankle seems to be healed. And you want to see him get an opportunity to go out there and, and, and play at the level that what you saw out of him earlier on in this season. Because early on in the season, he looked like, oh, I understand why he was picked 15 overall in the draft. He went through the middle of the season and towards the, this back half, and, and he struggled mightily. So him being healthy, getting an opportunity to go out there and play, it's a, it's a great chance for him to get himself more confident going into the season, but give his teammates more confidence in what he's going to be able to do in the organization. And so I'm looking forward to see. That's going to be kind of my spot shadow, looking to see what Kenyon Green can yeah. do. And he's got everybody around him that he's used to having around him. Uh, the Texans are going to be at full strength up front. Titus Howard is no longer, uh, you know, injured with his concussion. He's going to be good to go at right tackle. So it'll be good to see those guys at full strength against Jacksonville. As we sit here on Friday, it'll be really interesting to watch over the next day or so to see what Jacksonville does because they've got multiple players that are listed as questionable. And generally when you see questionable for, for players, you feel like they're going to go. Like Dario Gumbawale is the only questionable player for the Texans. You would lean towards him going. When you see doubtful, that's when you start to see. But questionable players mostly play. But this is different for the for the Jags because this game is not of huge importance to them. Not to say they don't want to win, but this is not like for them the most important game is next week against the Titans because that will determine who will be uh, the the winner of the AFC South and who will host the playoff game. They've got Trevor Lawrence, they've got Trayvon Walker, they've got Brandon Shrift, uh, Sheriff, who is a starting guard for them who was very important, a big uh, offseason pickup they went and got, and Trayvon Walker, their number one pick in the draft, uh, who across that defensive line, and then obviously Trevor Lawrence, their quarterback. When you see questionable, normally you say they'll probably go, but here you don't know. If you look at what the Titans did yesterday, they set a lot of their top players, which it seemed like they were getting themselves prepared for the game next week. It is not a shoe-in that guys like Trevor Lawrence and Trayvon Walker and the rest will play in this game. So it is interesting because you don't know who the who the Jaguars are actually going to have on the field Sunday yet. Yeah, there, there's definitely a question there. You don't, you don't know how Doug Peterson is going to approach it. Now, you know, based off of things that he said in press conferences leading up to the ball game, they're trying to go out and win this game. I think they're, they're big on um, – you know, keeping the momentum of what they've had over the past seven weeks and trying to make sure that they they keep that going into a, a potential, you know, a d- division championship game against uh, Tennessee next week. And so they're going to go out there and try to win. I think if anybody is borderline on their participation and, and their ability to go out there and play, I think it will be prudent. I think it will be the smart thing to go ahead and sit those guys because at the end of the day, this this is not this this win or loss is not tangible in their ability to get into the playoffs. 
and when you start the season, that is the that is the first goal is to get into the second season so that you can have an opportunity to win win it all. And so uh, playoffs, and that's where Jacksonville is right now. They are right there on the on the precipice of being a playoff team. And you looked at where they were at last year. There was no way. There was no way that you thought that they were going to be in that that position, but. What you've seen out of them the last seven weeks has put them in that position as well as what you've seen out of Tennessee Titans where they've completely fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Now now next week's game is important for them, but I think this game, this week's game against the Texans are important to them because they want to keep the momentum that they've built already and take that into a, 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 a winner, winner out situation um, against the Titans. Five o'clock fire. All right, we didn't get to talk about this much. Thursday night football last night kicking off this week's uh, week 17 of games. Uh, the Cowboys, they went ahead, took care of business. They beat the Titans as, as well as we should. As I, th- I said, I thought it would be a tighter game, and it was there for a second, 17-13, late in the third quarter, but the Cowboys were able to pull away late as Josh Dobbs uh, was the quarterback there. It says there, this is a report from Ian Rappaport, Talking about the Titans, we just talked about the Jags and Titans next week. That's the big game. This was Ian Rappaport talking about the potential of what quarterback the Titans could be going with coming up next week in Week 18. Basically, what goes into the decision about whether or not to start Josh Dobbs or Malik Willis, as Vrabel explained, it's simply uh, which person gives us a better chance to win. And it's hard to watch that game last night and come up with any other conclusion besides Josh Dobbs likely starting moving forward for the Tennessee Titans. Put some balls on the money. A lot of receivers dropped it. A lot of receivers dropped it. That, that was going on all over the place. He was not perfect. Threw a couple balls that no doubt he would like to have back. A couple that should have been intercepted. But he moved the offense probably better than it had moved in the last couple weeks. Not saying Malik Willis is not someone there could be for the long term in Tennessee. Willis has had reps, probably needs more reps, but it just seems, just from my eyeballs and from talking to some people this morning, it seems like Josh Dobbs is just a little more ready. I'd be surprised if it was not Dobbs going forward for the Titans. All right, that's Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, there talking about there's a potential they believe Josh Dobbs will go, and he's right. Uh, Clint's guy from Arkansas, Trayvon Burks, dropped, I think, multiple passes I watched. Uh, yesterday and you have to take an account Josh Dobbs was doing that without Derrick Henry and the way that that Malik Willis we saw him ourselves here when he played the Texans the first time hell they didn't throw the ball in the second half but one time they didn't drop back and it wasn't a throw it was a run uh, that he got out of bounds with so I to me right now it looks just by the two of them the last couple of weeks it looks like since Ryan Tannehill's on IR yeah that Dobbs makes the most sense for them moving forward yeah I'd be shocked if Josh Dobbs doesn't start next week against uh, Jacksonville you look at the way that Dobbs played I thought he played well I mean there were some throws that he missed but for the most part he was on the money I thought he played at a high level I think he's playing with a sense of urgency understanding that you know a few days ago he was on his practice squad in a, in a different organization and you got yeah. a guy like Malik Willis where he's a young guy he's just trying to figure it out you know he knows that he has time to grow as a player I just think that sense of urgency when you're in a win or go home scenario I want to go with that guy that knows that if I win this game I win another opportunity for myself to play another big game and if I play well in either one of these games or both of these games 
I might earn another opportunity, but I'm earning years of my career. Anytime you're a backup quarterback and you get an opportunity to play when the lights are on and you play well, you basically are adding three or four years onto your career because teams will say, I remember when he did that in 2022 yes. at the end of the season. And, hey, it's 2024. Let's get this guy a shot. At least he's a backup on our team. And if somebody goes down, right. he, he's not going to be scared at the moment. He so give himself four or five more years in this league. No question. And so that that – I think that's a significant factor. And just like I said, based off of just being out there for four or five days with the team, three or four days with the team, he played well on Thursday night football. And so, hey, give him another spin edit against Jacksonville and see what they can do. Now, you know, Jacksonville, I just really believe they're going to win it. But Dobbs being the guy that puts it out there, I, I could see that being the case. Of what, yeah, what if Henry way goes, goes crazy, that, that's one thing. If he can play off of Henry. But, yeah, yeah, they, they look like to be the more talented team, Jacksonville. Five o'clock fire. All right, some quarterback news. This is boy. This is this is tough. The Ravens they rule Lamar Jackson out of this game. Also, cornerback Marcus Peters. Um, they rule Lamar Jackson out of the game. How many games is this straight, Tyler? I, I feel like four. I think this is fourth game. Four, fourth or four, fifth. Four, fifth. Fourth or fifth game in a row out. And, and this is this is big for them because right now with him out, they lost. They're looking at the fifth seed right now as opposed to them hosting. Now, Cincinnati has a tough game uh, against Buffalo coming up on Monday night, which if they lose and they win, they can jump back in there. Baltimore was my Super Bowl pick out of the AFC to face the 49ers. I had Baltimore and the 49ers. Um, I didn't ex- I didn't think these teams would have these injuries, especially these important injuries to right. the quarterback. Um Lamar Jackson, a lot of teams are forgetting about Baltimore right now. And I I would imagine, I agree with them, that they're trying to get him, make sure he is as right as possible because Lamar's different, right? His skill set of if Mahomes has a leg injury or Allen has a leg injury, that's a little different than if if Lamar has it because that's their offense. So you want to make sure he's as close to healthy when you need him. And I wouldn't play him in these games either unless he is right. Baltimore, their chances if Lamar gets back and he's healthy, because it looks like that's what they're waiting on. Your, your thoughts about the Ravens and, and how they could feel. they could Because there, there a lot of teams just look at the AFC as the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chiefs. But the Ravens have, have – They've been there, and, and, and they've got Lamar Jackson, who is a, a difference maker at that position. Your thoughts about the Ravens? I think he's a difference maker, but when I look at the Cincinnati Bengals, I look at the, the Kansas City Chiefs, I look at the Buffalo Bills, to me those teams are in a different tier with or without Lamar Jackson on, on the Baltimore Ravens. I, I look at Lamar Jackson and what he brings to the table, what you're not getting out of Huntley. Huntley hasn't been able to figure out a way to get Andrews involved in the passing yeah. game. Andrews' numbers have gone down drastically since Lamar Jackson um, has been out. But for the most part, they've been playing really good defense, good on special teams, not turning the ball on offense, been able to run the ball since Lamar's out. And they've been winning ball games. And I, would, I, I, would, I, I expect them to win this game against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is playing for its – it's season. They got to win to give themselves an opportunity to go to the playoffs. But I look at the Baltimore defense. I look at, you know, what I'm seeing out of Pittsburgh this year. I think it's going to be a very competitive game. But I think, I think the Ravens win that game. But when you're looking down the road and seeing like what, what do the Ravens have and what can they do to get over the hump of those 
three aforementioned teams, talking about Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Buffalo, I don't think they have the pieces to make that happen. I, I think even with Lamar Jackson being healthy, I, I've, we've seen that story so far that he hasn't been able to get over the hump with those type of teams. And so, you know, I, 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 don't, see, I don't see that him being the difference maker coming back. If he comes back, they'll win their first game in the playoffs. If he doesn't come back, then I think they'll lose their first game in the playoffs. That's, that's the difference. Yeah, right now, they're slated to play on the road against the winner of the AFC South. Well, let me, let me, re, let me re, <laughs> re, re, uh, state that. They're going to beat whoever comes out of the AFC, in the AFC South because Jacksonville or Tennessee, whoever that is, I expect the Ravens to win that game. So yep. they're, they're going to go to the second round in Grawlers. The problem is, is they're going to have to run up against yeah, a Kansas City or run up against Buffalo uh, or, a Cincinnati in that, that second round of the playoffs, and I don't see them winning that game. They are. Uh, it, it, it'd be one thing if they were waiting on just him to come back. They've got so many injuries on the outside, like the receivers and Rashad Bateman, who they thought was going to be something. Hell, they had to bring back Sammy Watkins, who just got cut by uh, by the Packers the other week to bring him back to be a part of the team. That's just the thing is the, the weapons on the outside. Now, he'll help Andrews, and we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, man, it, it, I, I think I'm going to be off on that on that pick uh, with, with the Ravens, and I think a lot has to do with the injury. All right, coming up. Wade said, I want you to hear this, these words. He said he expects, he expects on Sunday, no matter who is out there for the Jags, he expects them to beat, to beat the Jags, the Texans to beat the Jags coming up on Sunday. Do you agree with Wade Smith? We'll discuss that. Coming up next on The Drive. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Moe's Place in Katy, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right. There's still time and still room as uh, business is starting to pick up here uh, at Moe's. Come on out. We'll be here till six o'clock. Enjoy yourself. It'll be a, it's a good way to get your Friday night going 
tonight. So make your way out here at Moe's. Sports Radio 610 is taking over on a Middle Light Football Friday. Wade Smith is in the building uh, as Clint Sterner is off. Tyler is back there. And if you all are waiting for uh, the best of the week, that is not happening. <laughs> Tyler. I wasn't has, at uh, work most of the said, week. That's why. Has, has excuses, as you can hear them right there. I feel like it's a pretty you, damn good excuse, man. Many of you, like me, are hurting and upset because your favorite segment of the show uh, every week is not being... And that'll uh, be right back here next week. Yeah, I know. It's the last one of the year, so mm. 2022. Um, Going to end with a fizzle, huh? Yep. Did you do one last week? Nope. <laughs> Tyler, I'm, uh, I didn't. I was hoping you wouldn't ask. I was help. I was not expecting that. I thought for sure. Why the hell did you not do one last week? Because you didn't ask. Me. Because you were there was, all week. It was a. It was honestly just a really hectic, busy week with you out and and Clint driving the show, and it's a different week, and I I wasn't able to get it done. So your ass knew that I wouldn't hear, and that I wouldn't be on you, and you didn't do it. See, I'm just trying to push. Well, great Clint said he was going to tell you anyway. Right now, guys. Here we go. Right now. That's all right, guys. Man, he does his best. He's great here. Tyler Milner. The twelfth best producer in all of uh, Afternoon Drive. Just the greatest producer in the world, Tyler T. Mill. He yep. was ninth on uh-huh. Wednesday, right? Yep, he, dropped. he dropped down the to twelfth. Okay. Best producer in all of. Uh, we all know I'm top drive. five at a minimum. Not a, nope, not top drive, not top five. As you not top just drive. said, not if you just said to hell with. Uh, I didn't say to hell duties. with it, dude. I haven't worked. I've oh, I haven't sorry. been at work this okay. week until okay. yesterday. I would say verbally you didn't say the hell with it, but your actions for the past two weeks have said the hell with it. Um, I'm not even upset with you. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just disappointed. Like All right. Aggies. Uh, listen, I'm I, not I, I, I call Teresa. Call her. She told me to if I ever needed you to. Yeah. Uh, and she'll get in your ass, too, for not, for not doing your job. No, All Teresa right, uh, likes me. Yeah, until you don't do your job. Yeah, she likes me, too, until I do my job. All right. Um. Wade, you expect like that that's the key term I want to use. Mm-hmm. You expect that the Texans will win Sunday against the Jags. You expect that. I expect that. What I've seen mm. for the past, I don't know, four years now, that when the Texans play the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Texans prevail. They come out on top. It doesn't matter if the Texans are having a good year, a down year, a really down year, a trash year. They figure out ways to beat Jacksonville. Pretty simple. This year is no different. When I look at it, both teams are playing pretty well. I was going to say, Jacksonville. Both teams are playing pretty pretty well. well But it's like writer's block. It's like, I don't know, it's the heebie-jeebies. Some kind of way. You think they're in their head? I don't know what it is. I just know that I think there's a belief in the Texans locker room, and I think there is a somewhat of a doubt in Jacksonville's locker room that when these two teams line up, who's going to come out on top? I think there's doubt in the mind of Jacksonville players, and I think there's a belief and an expectation in the guys that play for Houston. I mean, McLean put the stat out there earlier. I think it's double-digit victories on average. And we're talking about the NFL now, where each more times than not, the majority of games are always one-possession games. Can you hear me? League. It's eight and eight league, you know that that's been put out there. That is the truth of the matter. That it's an eight and eight league, but for some reason, when Texans play Jacksonville, they beat them by 
exorbitant amounts of points. So why would I not have that same expectation that the Texans are going to be Jacksonville this go-around? If the Texans were playing horribly, if they were playing like the way they played against Miami early in the year, how they, how they looked at times where you're like, man, this team here, like you might need to just fire everybody today, like on the spot. If they were still playing like that, you know what? I'd be like, well, this, this is the time that they actually are going to catch that L against Jacksonville because Jacksonville's playing well and the Texans aren't. But that's not the case. Jack, the Texans have played well the past, uh, was it three weeks now, four weeks, three weeks now? Three weeks. Three weeks now. And I just, I just figured that it's going to be more of the same when it comes to the Texans playing against Jacksonville. And, and I, don't think, I don't think I'm crazy for that belief yeah, that I, I have this expectation that the Texans are going to beat Jacksonville because the last nine times – and even before those t- nine times, the Texans, I, th- I don't know the overall record, but I think it was like 20-something and like nine in the history of the franchises. It is a – it is a – I think it's 28-13. 20, 28 and 13. That's big numbers. That's big numbers when you're talking about I'm two franchises, especially when you talk about a franchise that has gone to the AFC Championship game, a franchise that has gone – that should have ma- went to the, to the Super Bowl. Um, when they played against the Patriots a, a few years ago. I mean, I just, I'm just saying, man, it's, there's some reason, whatever that is, I expect the Texans to win. Yeah, I, I, I want to get this because I think you're out of your mind with That's the, cool. the thought of expectation. Mm-hmm. The expect, expect. But I, I do want to drive because the reason you're, you're thought of, you expect them, is because of what the Texans have been doing the last several weeks. The last three weeks, I think that's a big part. I don't think you would be saying this if they were – Coming out of the as I stated, Miami, correct. <laughs> correct. As I Miami, stated, I would not be saying Washington. Cleveland like, no, this games. is the time they're gonna catch the L. Yeah, but that's not the case. So I, I just want to get from you though before we even get to why, why I think you're out of your mind is like what is what has happened to this team though for you? Like you you're watching them closely. I know you've been in the in the stadium. You watched them. What has happened that they look so different? Because they look like they were coming on close up. Some would say quitting on the team. Some would say one, two, three, Cancun, the way the Denver Broncos look every week. Like, what has happened? And I think the other part about this is, like, they've done this. They've had a lot of key pieces out of games, too. Like, Mm -hmm. if you go look at the Kansas City game and see who was all out of that game, there was no Damian Pierce. There was no Brandon Cooks. There was no Deco Collins. Like they had, a, there was no Derek Stingley. Where are they? There was no St- uh, Stephen Nelson. Like they had a lot of guys. What do you, What do you think is happening? Because the talent is lower. Like they, they don't have some of their main guys. What are you seeing that's happening? That is that is giving us this change. I think it's pretty simple. It's quarterback play. What really? you've over seen all out of that over over all of, the quarterback play has improved over the past few weeks, and that has helped the team improve over the past few weeks. There was times earlier on in the year where the defense was playing well enough to win games, but the offense was playing so bad that the Texans were losing close ball games. I mean, the Texans' offense was playing so bad, Davis Mills was struggling so mightily that you, you weren't giving yourself a chance. What I've seen out of Davis Mills and this, this two-quarterback, two-headed monster system with, 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 with Driscoll, what I've seen is Davis Mills is playing with more confidence. He's getting the ball out quicker. Um, he's being more accurate with his passes. Now, he still will do a play every now and again. We say, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that's what cost you in the, in the Kansas City game. You had it last week against Tennessee. He fumbles the ball into the end zone, not protecting the football. Those type of things. Those things still pop up here and there. But 
for the most part in the games, he's playing at a much higher level than what he played earlier on in the season. And now that is translated to cashing in on the good things that the defense does when they turn people over. The good things when the, when the defense causes sacks and there's sack fumbles and, and there's interceptions by Tremont Smith in the red zone. Like now you're able to cash in or even just score points and not turn the ball over like things were going on earlier in the year. That's translated to overall the team playing better. And you got young guys and new guys coming in that's taking advantage of the opportunities. Guys like Amari Rogers, Chris Moore, um, Jordan Aikens, offensive. These are all offensive guys that have played pretty well over the past few weeks. That's translated into the team being more productive offensively. Guys on defense like um, Oboe, yeah. like you know Jerry Hughes is doing his Christian thing. Christian Harris, Christian Harris is, is doing his thing. Uh, Malik Petrie Collins, Jalen Petrie, like all these guys have have played well, and now it's translating to the team looking better and and playing better. And so with that being said, now I'm looking at Jacksonville and Houston as these are similarly matched teams. They might not be similarly talented, but the way that they're playing, is they're, they're not too far off from one another. And when that's the case, the Texans win that game against Jacksonville. That's just how it's been. I mean, that's just how it's been. And so – why not have the same expectation? I mean, there, listen, man, there, there's, there are certain teams that you know that when they're on the schedule, you expect to beat them. And I, I think there's something to be said for that. And so I, I expect when I played for the Texans, when the, when, the, when the Colts were on the schedule, you said to yourself, it's going to be a fight. We're we going to win, but it's going to be a fight. When the Titans were on the schedule, we're going to win, but it's going to be a fight. When the Jazz were on the schedule, you expect it. We're going we gonna to drag these boys. That's just how it was. And it hasn't changed over the course of the history of the franchise. And even though now that the Texans are not playing well overall and they're 2-12-1, and one, one of their two was against Jacksonville. I rest my case. Yeah, I, I, uh, for me, I, it's... You've convinced I just, me, Wade. You're right. Tyler, you're lying. Uh, this is the worst team in football, and I, I, I can't have the expectation whatsoever. They're not playing like the worst team in football right now. The worst Even though their football. record says that they're the worst team in football, they're not playing like it. The right Jags now. find a way to be in the basement of the AFC South show. I don't know what I was thinking. Texans they're win. Gonna, they're, they're not finding a way to get in the basement of the AFC South this year, Tyler. They're, they're, not. they're not. It's impossible for them to do that. Uh, I. I don't know, man. This team is playing a lot better, and yes, there have been some blowout wins, but not this past year. It was thirteen to six, and the Jags made a lot of dumb decisions that that helped this this win, that helped them help the Texans get that win. I'm not so certain that you can depend on Jacksonville playing that way. They haven't played that way of late. All right, coming up, we do not have the best of the week, but I, I am here to tell you there is some news that you need to know. Any Texan. I'm telling you, do not do not do not turn. I mean, this is a this is a this is a tease that is serious. There is some news that you need to know coming up for this weekend. We'll tell you what that is coming up next on the drive. It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610, live from Moe's Place in Katy. Here's the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in. Uh, as we are live on the Middle of Light Football Friday, we have uh, enjoyed our time here. You can still make your way out. Uh, we're here till 6 o'clock. Maybe uh, I might have a drink uh, a little bit after and, and hang out a little bit out here at Moe's. 
uh, as we are live. And uh, Katie, make your way on out here uh, just off I-10, having a good time. By the way, uh, tonight they got live music. Steven Chadwick will be out here tonight, so come and make your way out here. It's now a, I can dance time. with that party. I tell you, man, I mean, this place is huge. Like this big stage back here they got set up. It continues to go war. Uh, um, Tyler 2.0 said he grew up around here, and he said this building stop, stopped, like, right here. And this this thing is even bigger. Added on to this thing. Yeah, it's, when I, it's as I said It's going to be a good show tonight. Sure what do you say, Stephen Chadwick? Yeah. About Stephen 9 o'clock tonight. It's going to yeah, be so popping off. But until then, we're here um, until 6 o'clock. we got right. one more segment, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ride it to the wheels fall That's off, right. Baby. That's right. All right. Um, as I said, man, there is some news uh, that, that you need to know. Tyler... Uh, Help explain this to the people, just in case, folks, they didn't know this. There may be a lot of people who may know this. There's some, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know this, and, I, and, I, and I'm about to get on it right now. Uh, it, it's going to be my move. But, what, but explain what is happening in the state of Texas. Okay, so in our great state of Texas, obviously New Year's Eve is just around the corner this weekend. There will be a lot of celebrating, a lot of uh, partaking in adult beverages, I'm sure, across the great state of Texas. But... If you have not heard yet, if you need to get your alcohol, your liquor, your beer, whatever you're going to be drinking for New Year's Eve, you're going to have to do that before 9 o'clock tomorrow night because the state of Texas is going to have all alcohol sales basically unavailable for 61 straight hours. So that's from 9 o'clock tomorrow night through New Year's Eve and then through the following Monday. January 3rd. Uh, correct. Well, you'll be able to you'll be able to go alcohol shopping, liquor shopping, beer shopping. I believe on January second in the morning. Um, yeah, whenever they open. But but sixty one hours starting tomorrow at nine. If you have not gotten your adult beverages, it just so happens that New Year's Eve is falling on a Sunday, and there is a Texas law that the day after any major holiday like this, you have to have alcohol sales closed. So the Monday after Christmas will be closed for all alcohol sales. You better go get your drinks now. All right, so once again, and listen, we're we're an information spot here, and we know y'all love y'all little drinks. And I know I do too, because <laughs> I'm about to head over somewhere, and I'm about to re-up right now. The showman. And, and beer and something hard, liquor. Uh, 9 o'clock, you got to get that done before 9 o'clock tomorrow night, 9 o'clock p.m., and then, Tyler, right, you cannot purchase until, I guess, 10 a.m. on January 2nd. Correct. Monday. You cannot buy any type of alcohol. So, look, we're here for you. We're setting you up. Go ahead and get that done right now. Go to wherever you go to get your lick. And uh, and, and, and Y'all uh, know and I love Texas, man, but but some of the alcohol laws in, in the great state of Texas are odd. Tyler, I mean, I'm sure you've been here your whole life. It ain't ever going to change. There's oh, some things. Sure. There's some things that are, and some things that are always going to be. And on Sundays, you are not getting any alcohol in the great state of Texas. That's just when you're the, the belt buckle of be. the uh, Bible Belt. That's how it goes. Get your ass out there at nine o'clock. I tell you, I know I, I'm. I might go ahead and take care of that. Is on this ride home. Is what a beautiful I thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of options there's on your way home options. that you can, take you can care you there. bring and have yourself ready for New Year's Eve. Are you I ready see. for New Year's, man? Are you ready for 2023? Is it is it dawned on you yet? They're like, oh, it's a, it's it's, a whole it new year. It's come through quick, man. Okay, yeah, but this man. year went by fast. I don't know about yeah, y'all. Man. And they yeah. say that once you get older, the years go by faster. 
When you're and young, they true. take forever. And you know what? That I'm, is true. I, I got to say, I, I tend to agree with that. That is true. Yeah, 2023, boy, it, it came upon us quick. Like, I just looked at the bit yesterday. I'm like, oh, my God, these these uh, these playoff games are tomorrow. Are, you a, means, are you a resolution guy? Yeah, yeah. You are. Our family, what we do, we all get poster boards, and everybody kind of draws their goals. It's like a vision board. Vision got, board. Okay. Their goals, and we put them up. Their goals for uh for the next year. How how consistent or how accurate or how successful tr- are you with hitting those I norm- goals on the vision? I board? normally do pretty good about getting like two of them. Okay. I probably put, we probably put like four a piece up there. I know I, I normally do pretty good about getting half of them. Okay. I know one of them I may put up there is uh, to to do my part in getting Tyler to be consistent. God, I knew you were going there before the, you even uh, said it. The best of the week. I think that might be one of mine. And I and like I, I feel don't like even, you're asking a lot, man. I no, I don't blame I Tyler. Like you're asking a lot. I don't blame Tyler as Joe's a leader. Daddy Tyler. As a leader and the clear leader of this show. Mm. I, I I put that on myself. I have failed. I have failed in some way. You're being a real It's on me. It's on me. It's I've, on you. So listen, you are now officially we, a head coach listen, in the NFL. Tried, it's on and me. And we've tried a lot of different things. I got to coach you better. I've got to find it. a way to reach him. We tried a deal of, hey, you keep doing it. If you don't do it, you have to buy me a bottle of whiskey. He didn't do it. He bought me a bottle of whiskey, which has been very, very good. By the way, Tyler, finish that off um, rather quickly. Appreciate that whistle pig. But that didn't work. So, obviously, I'm going to have to find different ways to reach him because right now we should be reacting because you don't know, like Tyler, we found out Tyler raps. I actually do know because I listen to the you show. Listen, you I listen, listen to, to the drive. Okay, well, I, I don't know I, if you missed it. Tyler, yeah, has, Tyler yeah. has dropped in. Uh, old uh, T-Mill on the mic has dropped in some bars. of his, his as, as he said there, those bars. Right. And some of them are pretty strong. Halfway decent, strong. Right, yeah. Yeah. Especially T-Mill. for him, you know, about nine years ago. And Too many caveats in that, but and, it's fine. And he know. took, but he took that away from us, and uh, now he's going two consecutive weeks to end the year by just uh, uh, just saying to hell with it. And so that's one. That's Again, be I one think of I have mine. a really good excuse this week. I did not work Monday through Wednesday, sir. All right, sure you do. But last week, sure you do. What what was last week? You were there every day. Your ass was off work and created more work for me. I got busy. I'm not even going to do this to you. When you say created more work for you, I'm not going to do this. But what I will do is is this, Wade. As we as we head out, Texans All Access coming up behind us. Stay tuned and listen to Mark Vanderbilt. Rock and roll, meow. You just did that because you know that bothers me. Um, <laughs> I said my plan A was to get Sean Payton. Like if, to me, if I, I sit right here, what is your plan A when the season ends? For me, is to get Sean Payton by nearly any means necessary, including I would be willing to give up a first-round pick and other later picks to get him. Wade, you hate the idea of giving up picks to get Sean Payton. I do believe you think Sean Payton would be a great fit here for him, but it's just giving up picks. Indeed. So you didn't agree with that plan A. What is your plan A? What would be, like if it were you, Wade Smith, a guy who's played in this league, someone else had just texted in, how can you disagree with somebody who has actually played the game show? You played the game. What would be your plan A if you, if you couldn't give up picks? Because to get Sean Payton, you got to give, well, give up. Well, first of all, I would say this to the texter, man. If, you, if the only, the only uh, 
standard for having an accurate opinion on something is to be able you actually played the game. I think I think life in, 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 in sports would be a kind of a, a bland situation. So I definitely would respect Show's opinion and his disagreement with mine. That makes things interesting. I love that. But if I had to do my plan A, it involves the best defensive coach in the league right now, and that's D'Amico Ryans. What he's been able to do in San Francisco over the past few years it's been remarkable. And people say he's got all these players. He's players, players, players. Yeah, there's no such thing as a good team that doesn't have good players. But understand if you look at that defense, they got three first rounders on the defensive line, and then they got a bunch of third rounders, fifth rounders, fourth rounders at linebacker. They got undrafted guys at, cor- at corner and safety. They got, a, they got one other first round guy, Jimmy Ward, but he's hurt every year. You see, he's been on the IR like. Four out of five out of his seven or eight years he's been in the league or whatever it is. They got a lot of guys that they've gotten a lot of mileage off of and a lot of production off of with him as their coach, and they weren't highly talented coming into the NFL. That speaks to what D'Amico Ryans is doing as a, as a defensive play caller. His leadership, what he brings to the table, is, is, is bar none. You, look you at, have a personal I have a personal, I, I have a personal understanding of it because when I got here in 2010, I believe he might have been going into his fourth year in the league at that time. He was the unquestioned leader of the team. He was the most outspoken guy. He was the guy that was, you know, leading the leading the runs. And everybody knew Cap was Cap. And that's his name, Cap, as in the captain of the team. Yeah. And mind you, Andre Johnson was on that team. So don't get it twisted. Like D'Amico Ryans and everywhere he's been and everywhere he's gone – People feel the same way about him. It's not he's just me. It's every, he's a leader of men. And so you get D'Amico Ryans to be your head coach. You find whichever tight end, receiver, offensive line coach that is right now, and it doesn't matter which one it is, honestly, but if they're, if they're coaching for Cincinnati right now, if they're coaching for Green Bay right now, if they're coaching for San Francisco right now, just throw a buck, pick a bucket, pick a LA, name out the hat. Yeah. The Rams right now. Any of these teams that run – the Shanahan, Kubiak, West Coast offense with that run game and the play action, that to me, that's the plan A because I know that offensive scheme is plug and play. And that's why so many different teams throughout the league are doing it right now. And if you look at the top 10 offenses in the league right now, I bet you six of them are running that offense. And if, and if it's, and if it's not somebody from that tree, then it's somebody from Andy Reid's tree. These are the two offensive trees that I know you can plug and play in different places and you're going to have a tremendous amount of success. That, that's what I want here for the Texans. Either or works with me. If you, if you, and mind you now, if you go back to Andy Reid, he's a Bill Walsh guy too. So they all, from the, you go to the, the true roots of, of where things come from, it starts there that, hey, Bill Walsh and that scheme, it trickles down and, and it works well in multiple places. Give me somebody from that tree that it's going to be a bump up in a promotion for them to be the offensive coordinator here. So that means you're going to have that guy here. Three, three, four years, you have success. He might go, but you have somebody else that you can plug in and play at the same spot doing the same type of scheme. But as long as you got D'Amico here, the defense is going to be on point. The overall leadership of the organization is going to be on point. To me, that's the plan A, and it doesn't cost you any draft picks to make that happen. Everything you laid out is my plan B. I, I mean, from to a T, every part of it. 
Mm-hmm. I feel good about, like, to me, I am not someone that is resigned to thinking you got to have an offensive coach. I want an off. I, no, I'm not. I, I want a good head coach, right? Because we can see Nathania was an <laughs> offensive coach out he of was. that system. He that was. doesn't mean that he is a good head coach. Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett is gone. He is not a, a, a good head coach. I want a good head coach, and I think D'Amico Ryans can be that. It's just for me, um, I, I, I've seen Sean Payton take over the Saints, an organization that's coming off of Katrina that wasn't going anywhere, and I've seen him. Like, my big thing for him and with Lovey and guys like Lovey Smith is, and I think D'Amico Ryans has this too from a defensive standpoint. I want a coach that doesn't have to have all the great players around him for his team to be successful. Like, I want a coach that has the ability to take some – now, you can't not have no players. Mm-hmm. But, I don't like, to me, you can't have – you don't have to have four – three, four Hall of Fame level type players on your defense to, to do that. That's the type of coach that I'm looking for. And I think D'Amico and Sean Payton had that. D'Amico Ryans, that would be my second choice. Wade, great job all week long. Clint, he'll be back coming up next week. Tyler, great job as well. I am Ron the Show Hughley. We had a great time here at Moe's out here in Katy. Miller Life Football Friday continues next week. The final one next week. Come hang out with us. I'm Ron the Show. Hughley as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Texans get Bryce Young, take a step forward, and a live measurement of show's crack. Oh, I don't know I have any parts of his crack at all. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.